You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. At the center of it, the heart of the show, it's about just two people and the love that they have for each other. Um, and to prove that... Black people can also tell this story, and it doesn't have to be a thing. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage. Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you like the podcast, please rate, subscribe, leave a comment. It would be greatly appreciated. Special thanks to our producing team, the Broadway Podcast Network. You can check them out at bpn.fm. If you haven't tried a free trial yet with us at Bill for the Stage, you can try seven days working one-on-one with your own Broadway fitness coach at builtforthestage.com, or you can just click the link in the description of this episode. Okay. As always, super exciting guest on the podcast. I say that every time, and I always mean it, and I'm especially hyped for this one because I just got to see him perform uh, a few days ago, and wow, I was just all jazzed up. So I slipped a, a DM to him on Insta, and I said, please, 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 would you talk to me? And he was like, of course. So welcome to the podcast, Nicholas Edwards. Hey, Nick. Hello. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Thanks so much for for joining us. Um, can't wait to talk all things last five years. Um, you might have also seen uh, Nicholas uh, previously in the Broadway production of Frozen, uh, touring the country in Les Mis, and other things. So we're going to get into all that. First, I want to ask you uh, something that I'm very passionate about, which is coffee. And I yes. saw that you <laughs> love you love a a pursuit of a perfect cup of coffee. Can you uh, just geek out with me a little (laughs) bit about coffee real quick? Yes. Okay. I have tried every single, I think, like way of making coffee, Uh, AeroPress, French press, and out of all of them, it has to be pour over. I think I had my first pour over like professionally at like uh, Blue Bottle Coffee. And like since then, it's like, the only way I have coffee now. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. It's the smoothest cup for y'all who haven't tried it. I uh, also do a pour over. I'm assuming is the a filter, a paper filter that you're pouring into or how? Yeah. Okay. So I, I bring that up because my 
uh, wife is from Brazil and they have this like, it almost looks like a, like a cloth sock type of deal. So imagine oh, okay. like, like a, imagine like a circular wire that kind of is shaping the cloth and uh, you have this little handle and you have the coffee grinds in this cloth sock type of deal. And, <laughs> and that's what you're pouring the hot water into. Um, What's okay, that called? So, I, I don't, I, I actually don't, <laughs> I actually don't know. Cause she always says what it's called in Portuguese. And unfortunately um, I have a baseline level of Portuguese, but not as advanced as it should be. So I'll have, I'll to, have go to look back it up. And, <laughs> yeah. But um, okay. So I saw that you were a, a coffee connoisseur and I just had to ask, okay, so pour over is your uh, go-to. Um, I read something as I was doing my research that you kind of came full circle with uh, Les Mis because you had uh, toured with the show. And I saw that your mom at 10 years old had you listen to the cast recording of <laughs> Les Mis. Did you ever put that together yeah. that like, oh, I was in the show and my maybe my first cast recording was listening to Les Mis? Yeah. Um, and it happened with when we were rehearsing Master of the House uh, she used to play that on repeat. I'm not kidding. Like nonstop every day, especially while she was cleaning, like on the weekends. And funny enough, I was just there this weekend. I was like visiting mom uh, in Jersey and she was playing the original Broadway cast recording of Les Mis with like Patti Lapone. And I was cracking up because her favorite song I remember was always Master of the House and she was singing along. <laughs> really cute. <laughs> what a cool mom uh, singing along to Master of the House. Did she know the lyrics? Yeah, she does. And, you know, when you were a kid, whenever they say uh, all the like bad words like comforter, philosopher and lifelong shit, I used to have like the most fun saying that line. <laughs> I'm allowed to. It's a part of the song, Mom. I'm allowed. I'm good. I know. I'm good to go. <laughs> um, all right, cool. I had I had to bring that up because I thought that was a really cool full circle moment. Um, I also saw that you recently got a dog, right? In the past I couple did. of months. I think Kylo. I heard Kylo? Yeah. I think I heard like a squeaker toy earlier when we were talking. Oh, yeah, that's him right here. Awesome. We're gonna get, get a vi- we're gonna get a visual. If you're watching on YouTube, there, Kylo. Hey, Kylo. Oh, Say the hello. star, the new star of the show. Uh, what do you think? A, a future stage dog? Well, you know, funny enough, he was actually <laughs> supposed to be when we were talking about the show and like getting um our ideas out. He was actually going to be part of it. Like uh, Jason was like, "Oh, what if um." Jamie and Kathy had a dog specifically because I was having trouble finding a dog sitter, but obviously I worked it out. But he sadly wasn't in the film, but maybe one day. What do you think? One day, <laughs> maybe the twentieth revival of Annie, or uh, yeah, right, or another another dog show. Maybe Elle Woods' dog and Legally Blonde in the future. Oh my god. Uh, can you imagine? Um, all right. So I wanted to lastly, as far as like a getting to know you, um, I also saw that you, uh, along with your coffee and, uh, now Kylo in the mornings, you like to journal, I guess, or write at least I, I, I had read. How's that been for you just on a, um, I guess I'll just say a mental side of things, because I think that's been very important and also helpful to me personally as well during this pandemic. 
Um, yeah. Any, anything you could share about that? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I never really was a journaler. I would, uh, write like my to-do list every day. Um, but from the, the start of the pandemic, as we all, I think, uh, have experienced, um, mental health is, came to the forefront for me. Um, and I actually never really had a therapist like my whole life. It was kind of uh, taboo um, in my culture for some reason. Um, and I got a therapist. And she told me like, you know, you should start journaling every day. And the, what she told me to do every day, the first thing I do every day would be just to write down the three things that I'm grateful for, you know, and it's, they always say like how you start your day is the most important part of your day. And, um, I found that too much time, like we had too much time during the pandemic to just sit alone in our thoughts and think about all the negatives and all of our bad thoughts and spin them around in our head uh-huh. and starting off with just gratitude every day has really changed my perspective on where things are, you know, I have a roof yeah. over my head and I've got Kylo, like things aren't going so bad. So yeah, I love it. I um, encourage anybody who's like struggling with mental health. Well, first of all, like seek help, get a therapist if you haven't. Um, it's life changing and stick with gratitude. Start writing if you can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a, a good place to start. I had a therapist give me um, the acronym GLAD. So GLAD would be G is gratitude. Like you were just saying, L is what you learned uh, that day. Um, A is something you accomplished. And then D is uh, a delight. So just like focusing on just doing something that will draw a smile or a laugh um, throughout your day. So love love that. that. Hopefully everyone listening um, can take something from that. All right. So let's rewind and go through this journey per se of the pandemic and how it led to this uh, production from Out of the Box Theatrics last five years. So you were in Frozen on Broadway. you were understudying Kristoff, correct? Yeah. Okay, so life's amazing. The pandemic hits, and Frozen is—is is Frozen the f- was f- uh, Frozen the first Broadway show to announce closing? I think so. Yeah, it was. Which is oof. It was really sad. I mean, I had left the show uh, initially around January to go do a production at Paper Mill. Um, mm. It was called Unmasked. The Music of Andrew Lloyd Webber, kind of like his uh, review show, like about his life. And um, I had done that and I had booked um, the AIDA Revival Tour Lab and I was working on that. And this was probably the first week of March when we just started to get a lot of cases in um, the US, New York City. Broadway hadn't shut down yet, but... By midweek, um, I had started to feel sick. They told me it was the flu. By that Friday, I was supposed to go across the street, literally across the street from where we were rehearsing at New 42nd, to go sign my first principal Broadway contract to take over as Christoph for like a short stint, like two, three months or something like that. But it was literally that same day, that Friday, that Broadway had shut down. So all like the hopes of going back to the show at one day, you know, in the future, seeing that family again, kind of just got crushed. Yeah. It was really sad. Um, but 
a lot of good things. Uh, it's kind of like weird to say that good things come from that, but um, because of this, we were able to uh, think outside of the box <laughs> and out of the box theatrics came up with this incredible new way to create theater. So I'm very yeah. grateful for this moment out of all the uh, horrible things that happened this year. This is something that I can tell a lot is touching a lot of people and hopefully bringing a lot of hope and joy to whoever sees it. No, yeah, indeed it is. And I, I kind of brought the the first part up about Frozen and also you being in rehearsal for Aida as well, a little bit more lightly than I, I normally would because I, I obviously am sitting here with you now about how the great thing of last five years ended up happening because of it. Um, and there is a celebration to be had for that. So yeah, that had to have been super tough. So I'm assuming they stopped rehearsals for Aida. Is that how this um, went? I or? think it was, it was like, it was about Friday at like 12 PM when the news dropped and we had already been like rehearsing. We were all already there. So we figured it was probably the safest thing. And I think for everyone's hearts too, we just like took our, like a group shot while we were all together and we finished out the rehearsal. Um, I think it was like only like a few more hours anyway, till like 3 PM. Um, what we had staged, we showcased what we had staged and we said our goodbyes. So we didn't immediately like just everyone like pick up their things and go, which I think was, uh, which was best for everyone, like mentally and emotionally to like have like a second to say goodbye to this project. Yeah. Cause it was very, at the time it was, I mean, it still is, but it was very, very important. It was like, uh, it was going to feature an all black cast, um, done the right way, Aida, um, new orchestrations, new book. It was going to be very, very exciting. So I'm hoping that they bring that back sometime soon. We haven't heard anything. It's been crickets. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's funny how that all goes. I have, you know, clients in a lot of Broadway shows and, and I'll try to ask them and get the inside scoop. And they're like, you know what? you know, is about as much as I know, actually. So <laughs> Literally. For everyone listening out there, if you think that, you know, the actors and performers are just sitting back, at least with knowledge about what's going to happen, they actually don't. So uh, that's nope. unfor un the unfortunate part of the business. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, okay, so let's talk me through, like, last five years puts up, what, audition announcements? Or how does this fall into your lap? How do you even audition for the show? What was it like to audition for a show that was going to be, 
you know, not live on stage. Tell us about that experience a little bit. So, (laughs) (laughs) this was not an audition situation. Okay, Um, okay. This was kind of like a passion project that came about between me and my good friend, Nasia. Um, We had heard through our agent that Out of the Box was looking to do this show, and they were interested in using Nasia and I. Maybe our agent like vouched for us or was like, oh, I, you know, I have two clients who you might be interested in. And because of COVID, they, you can't really hold true auditions. So they kind of have to go off of what the people they know. Um, And it was kind of our idea. And we all, it's, we all just kind of built it together. It's kind of one of those things where one person said, oh, you know, it'd be cool if we did the last five years. And then at that point, it was just about reaching out to who could produce it. And out of the box, funny enough, funnily enough, was like, that has always been one of our shows that we have that that we've had on the radar. Um, and like it started off as we were going to film it on stage because, you know, it's a co-production with the Homedale Theater Company in Jersey. We were going to film it at their theater. But you know, with equity and the way things are going with the union, uh, we started to stray further away from that idea. Um, we were still looking for directors who was are going to be, or even like our music director. Um, and it, then it just kept evolving. Each time we had a meeting, it just kept leaving the stage, if that makes sense. Um, and then there was the idea of the apartment um, someone on the creative team had a relationship with Jason Robert Brown, um, not like an intimate, like a friendship with them sure, sure. and knew about <laughs> the relationship between them and how putting it in an apartment would help bring that relationship to the forefront, especially now when we're in quarantine and we're just <laughs> people who are with their couples, quarantine with their couples, you're just together the whole time. Um, and out of the box does site specific work. So it kind of just was a perfect idea. They've already done a show in an apartment before with the uh, baby revival and just putting last five years into an apartment just seemed like the perfect fit. Um, as the team kept evolving, so did, uh, the project itself and what it was ultimately going to be. We then just kept leaning more into this film idea after we got our director, um, Jason Michael Webb, who also (laughs) like music directed, which blows my mind that this is like his true directorial debut because you would never tell. Um, But once we got our cinematographer, Brian Bond, who's out of this world, we knew that, okay, this is going to be more of like this. I don't know if there's anything that's been done like this before. Uh, It's kind of like an indie film meets like movie musical. Um, And that's kind of how it all happened. Uh, It was just like this passion project between Nasia and I and out of the box theatrics, Liz Fleming, uh, the artistic producing director, producing artistic director. Yeah. Fabulous. Okay. Okay. I was imagining you like, oh, I have to, 
uh, do this submission via like Zoom or have to do something where I can no. like, prove <laughs> that um, I can do on camera work. But no, it was like a collaborative effort uh, between all of you. And I was going to ask, did you know Nasia ahead of time? And it sounds like yeah, you did. Um, we we did one of our first <laughs> summer stocks together um, in the Midwest over in uh, where was it? It was in Michigan. Um, it was Tibbetts Opera House. We did a chorus line together years ago. Wow. So it was kind of really crazy, like another full circle moment to be able to uh, play alongside her. Um, but yeah, there was <laughs> there was no audition. Um, but it kind of brings forward like this idea that like you don't have to wait for anyone to tell you to do something. Um, I think now more than ever, people are like, well, when is, when is theater coming back? When is, we just don't know. And now's the time to really take control of like your own art. Um, there's been a lot of talk about, uh, diversity, inclusion, uh, social justice. And I think that I can, I can go on for hours about our team, but this is such a diverse team and Liz Fleming at Out of the Box really gave us the space to, for us to create, you know, she had a platform and she let us use it. And I mean, we had the most incredible time and yeah, I, I'm trying to think of, but there, I really have no words for how incredible this team is. And I hope that we can, this can be an example for how, theater could be and how it yeah. should be when we return. Yeah. I wanted to go into the topic of uh, diversity and, and the show. Um, I'm not going to be presumptuous. So I'll just ask this question like this. Are you, I don't, cause I don't, everyone listening, I don't know Nick personally, Nick, are you Jewish? <laughs> no, oh, I'm okay. not Jewish. All yeah. right. So Nick is not Jewish. I, I, you know, would assume so, but I don't want to assume. So I, I just asked to ask and okay. So we have that cleared up going into the show. What kind of background did you have with last five years? And were there any reservations of like, Oh, you know, the character has this song about Shmuel and there's all these other references about, you know, the character I don't know, being quote unquote Jewish, right. but if you were to watch the show, um, the the stream of last five years that your production um, put on, y'all did a fabulous job, but rewinding before you proved to do an amazing job, you know, <laughs> what, what, what was your mindset going into this project? Well, did I have any reservations? No. Um, I think, yes. Jamie is Jewish, but that's not all that he is. Also, there's the greater conversation of like black people can be Jewish as well. Um, I, Jewish I, people to, to interrupt you, I'm sorry. I just listened to a podcast that I loved. It was about um, the creators of something called Pipcorn, um, which is like this organic, uh, small, like smaller popcorn. And anyways, the founders are. Um, half black, half white, and their parents were Catholic and the other parent was Jewish. So uh, <laughs> just, it's, I don't know, ironic that yeah, we're on this I mean, conversation now. There's a lot of conversations to be had about it. Yeah. Um, you can be 
Jewish by race, you can be Jewish by your religion. And but we wanted to focus on the story and that at the center of it, the heart of the show, it's about just two people and the love that they have for each other. Um, and to prove that black people can also tell this story and it doesn't have to be a thing. It doesn't have to be, oh, we have to make it the black last five years. It's just, I mean, if you, you've seen it, it's just the black five years, the black five years, as I said, mm-hmm. this, we're not trying to make it that. It's just the last five years through our bodies, like in our bodies. There's no, and I, and yes, like if you look at, uh, if you really look for, uh, for it in like the scenery, you can see little hints of like culture in there, but those are more our personality just coming through. Cause we had to put all of that into the film in order for it to feel like true life. Yeah. Um, but I mean, preparing for the show, like as a, in high school, I listened to the original cast recording, like nonstop. Norbert is like legend. He's amazing. Um, but I never thought that I'd sing this role or play this role outside of a concert, honestly, or maybe a song here or there, but I never thought that I could or should. That was my mentality when I was younger. Um, so when it came to be, I was kind of just like, <laughs> I was really scared because it's really, 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 really hard music. Um, I mean, it goes all over the place. It's kind of one of those things where you can't just sing it. You really have to make it your own. You have to figure it out. But luckily we had like such an amazing music director with Jason that yeah, it turned out <laughs> amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, having done it, I see like how important it is to have done it and to, uh, to have this representation. Yeah. To get into the music in a second, I, to rewind though, I, I wanted you to be able to say that, you know, all in your own words, because the episode is, is about you as the guest. It's not about me, but, um, on my <laughs> end, on my end as a spectator, I obviously wasn't, um, I did not dive into the show as deeply as you because you, you prepared for this role in the show. I too, uh, listened to the last five years on repeat forever. Um, when I was growing up, but, uh, watching the show besides the Shmuel song, which you all did a fabulous job of, um, <laughs> portraying that. And cause I, I, that was like my biggest thing. I was like, all right, how's this going to work? You know? Um, yeah. but it was like, oh, this is totally normal. And if I didn't know the original last five years, I would think nothing of it. And then the other part is about like, uh, uh, you have to remind me the name of the song about, you know, when you're going through the list of girls and a lot of oh, it, you're like, Chicks a Goddess. Chicks a Goddess. Yeah. And you're, yeah. And you're, na- you're naming, uh, you know, girls that are presumably Jewish, some of them. Yeah. yeah. And to me, when I'm, when I'm watching it, uh, watching your production, I'm just like, oh, well, you know, he's, I'm going to say you're in New York, you're in an apartment. He's in New York, he's on a dating app and these girls yeah. he's looking at <laughs> are Jewish, you know? Yeah. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't screaming to me saying like, oh, Jamie is Jewish, you know? Um, right. So anyways, I just bring all that up because, uh, like you had mentioned, like maybe at first you have these barriers of like why you would think you would never play the role. 
But now that you have, you know, I think that that enlightenment and that uh, job well done of of showing that the diversity of this cast is uh, just as appropriate as any other cast that we've seen in the past with this production. So um, I love that. Thank you. I mean, this is uh, something one of our uh, one of like the viewers had commented on the show and they said that, you know, I feel that every <laughs> white person just automatically thinks they are right for Jamie and Kathy, but this was the first time that they saw them as people. And this is the first time they really saw the characters. And I think what you just said about how you don't even think about the fact that he's Jewish or the fact that, you know, I'm a person of color playing this role. You just see two people like living their truth. And that's honestly the goal because at the end of the day, the more people who can watch something like the last five years or watch something on stage or on film and be like, oh my God, that's me. Or I can relate to that. Or I can do that too. Or I want to do that too. Like that's the goal. So thank you yeah. for saying that. Cause that means a lot. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fabulous. Y'all, uh, you, you made it easy for me to say, because it was, uh, once again, probably my, not probably, it was my favorite artistic, uh, project that I got to be a part of as far as, as a viewer, um, during this pandemic. So once again, thank, thank you, you for that. Um, okay. So going to the music, this will be kind of, uh, wrapping things up. Um, your rendition of moving too fast was just like mind blowing. And just the music, this music <laughs> is, you know, everyone listening, go ahead and pop on the album, um, again, or, or listen to this stream and you try to sing the music and see how difficult this music <laughs> is. But Nick, you just, it just was, um, so smooth. And like, uh, I always like to say, uh, you're in good hands with all state, you know, that their, their slogan, the insurance about, yeah. like, you're in good hands. so I always say that about performers when like, you're watching them and you never have this bit of unease. Like you're, you're listening to you sing and you're like, I know that Nick from note one to the last note has me, and this is going to be uh. amazing. <laughs> so, um, I just had to give like huge props to you. Tell us a little bit about that preparation to sing these songs because they are definitely all over the place. They cover a wide range of, uh, yeah, yeah just, yeah. Tell us a little bit about um, that preparation. <laughs> it's funny you said like good hands uh all state i thought you were going to refer to jason michael webb because i mean we were in incredible hands with him because like you know out of the box had asked us like who's your dream uh director music director and like me and asia both like snapped like to jason michael webb like and we like never in a million years thought he would even like be available for something like this. And I mean, Tony Ward winner, he just worked on the Aretha Franklin film Respect. So like huge like deal. It was incredible. I mean, he truly like, I mean, haven't sang consistently like this in a long time, in a year. I mean, I did Godspell at the Berkshires last summer, but like it was nothing like this where it's like the range is up and down, but you know, approaching it, I thought to myself, um, everyone, not everyone, but people who know the show probably have listened to this so many times. And I said, like, how am I going to make this my own, but still stick to 
stick to like what's on the page and respect the piece because that's important to me. Um, and so over the past year, I haven't been able to sing music theater really. And I think when we're on stage and we're in shows, we train ourselves to sound a certain way, sing a certain way. And honestly, not being able to, not being in a show for the past year has kind of freed my voice and all of the, uh, like my bad, uh, not intentions, um, like, like things that I do that aren't actually Nick, but is probably mm. something that someone like a music director or voice teacher has trained me to do. And this was the first time I sang something that I felt so free to just be myself on. So I just tried to incorporate like all those pop and R&B rock and roll, like, uh, um, like feeling and, uh, riffs that and rhythms that like I grew up listening to um like <laughs> in moving too fast for example like the part where uh some people can't get success with their art it's like all the slide off the notes just adding like little things like that um yeah. and singing it over and over and over and over again Nasia and I <laughs> would have like concerts <laughs> in my apartment <laughs> rehearsing but yeah yeah Awesome. All right, Nick, <laughs> really appreciate you uh, being on the episode. Hang tight for me real quick as we uh, close out. And um, yeah, everyone, thanks again for watching this episode. And if you want, uh, please rate, subscribe, leave a comment. Always greatly appreciated. We'll see you next time. Joe Roscoe signing off. Later. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.